I want you to get in the habit of being kind to yourself, of celebrating yourself, of cheering yourself on on this journey of working motherhood. If no one has told you this today, you should be so incredibly proud of yourself. You are literally doing some of the most challenging, beautiful inner and outer work that there is between balancing being a mother and building a business. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. This is Kat, and today I'll be kicking off our episode. We are going to break down what working motherhood currently looks like for each of us individually. So we are each mothers of three, and we all have different experiences within that title, and we are in very different seasons of motherhood. So we know that most of you listening are also mothers and you're also working on creating your business. So this episode is gonna be a little bit different format than our past episodes. Each of us is going to be taking the mic and we're gonna provide you a deep dive into each of our personal working motherhood roles. So we have a feeling that during this episode, you'll be able to relate to one of our stories and know that we are meeting you where you are at because we are there too. We also want to add in how becoming entrepreneurs has made the role of working mom easier in so many ways to give you hope if you're feeling burnt out right now and you need that bright light at the end of the tunnel. So to paint a picture of my life and working motherhood journey right now, I am a mom of three little girls, ages four, 20 months, and five weeks old. And my husband is also building a business. So we are in a very full and chaotic chapter of our lives. Right now, I am in the sleepless nights, nursing every two hours, and barely finding time to squeeze in a shower phase. And I'm sure if you're in this phase, you can feel it all too well. And if you're on the other side of this phase, it probably brings you back to those really tender, beautiful, and really challenging moments that this time brings. So for a little background, for my maternity leave, I took a full month off, essentially, from both of my businesses that I own, and I slowly started phasing back around five weeks, so this week. Now, what's interesting is that when I left for maternity leave, I had all of these lofty goals. I was going to accomplish all these things behind the scenes. So while baby was napping, I planned on building funnels and learning paid advertising and starting that first ad campaign. And yet here I am five weeks out without those projects checked off. And it's funny because this is my third baby and somehow I had complete amnesia of what life looks like with a newborn. So we often talk about an abundant mindset versus scarcity mindset and how abundance looks like there's room for everyone at the table and embracing your competition and even collaborating with them. But yet no one talks about scarcity when it comes to comparing yourself to yourself in a different season. 
So the past month, I really started struggling with slipping into a scarcity mindset around comparing what I could accomplish now versus what I could accomplish just five weeks ago pre-baby. And as someone who identifies as a high achiever, it was painful to me because I couldn't share exciting updates with Abby and Amy that I was crushing these big projects and making sales happen behind the scenes all while rocking a baby to sleep. And I want to preface this, that this pressure was so painful because it was coming from me and not my business partners who had given me an incredible amount of support and grace during this time. The pace of my day was not meeting the pace of my expectations and how I was able to show up previously. So I was feeling this immense amount of guilt around that. I actually sent Abby a really tearful message a week ago about how I was feeling. And it was one of those voice messages where you think everything is fine. You're just giving a little update and then you start talking and the tears start to come. And she held such beautiful space for me and shared some really powerful words that reframed a few things for me that I want to share with you today. So she said, Kat, this pressure is coming from you, which is even harder than when it's coming from someone else. And just know that there are no expectations on our end. We want you to fully enjoy this phase of life that you're in. And then she even shared how when she looked back at her last maternity leave, she wished that she would have savored it a little bit more. She wished that she would have taken things a little more slowly. And funny enough, I needed that external permission to own where I am at right now, to stop comparing myself to my previous seasons or even comparing myself to the seasons that my business partners are in. So if you're in the same situation as me, where you're feeling behind because you have a little one home with you, or you're putting that pressure on yourself to maintain a pace that it just doesn't fit your circumstance right now, you have my full permission to own your season and release the guilt that you are putting on yourself. So for me, this doesn't mean that I'm throwing in the towel or I'm putting everything on an indefinite pause. It just means most days for now until my baby goes to daycare, I'm going to move one brick at a time versus trying to construct an entire wall in a day. I am committing to moving forward every single day, but embracing it's going to look a little different and it's going to feel different and that is okay. And you know what? I'm giving myself full permission to be present with my baby while she's home with me during the day. She is my third baby. And the beauty of that is that I know firsthand that babies don't keep. I know how challenging the season feels. And I know that even though the days are long and so chaotic in the scheme of my life, this is a very, very short season. And right now I'm trying to not constantly be in this self-imposed state of rushing. I know that my purpose isn't leaving me. Me, Abby, and Amy, we have huge plans for pursuing her purpose. And one of the reasons that we started this company in the first place is to live out our values. And one of those values is honoring our whole selves, motherhood included. So I'm taking things a little bit slower. I'm snuggling a little bit longer. I'm staring at my baby's face and enjoying all of her really silly newborn expressions. It doesn't mean that I've lost myself or that I can't go at the pace I once was later on. 
And I know deep down to the value that I bring to my team and this incredible community. So often these negative thought spirals can come from a place of lack or low self-worth. So if you're someone who's relating to this, it might be helpful for you to truly check in with yourself and remind yourself the value that you bring to the world, how your community is so much better because you're part of it. And to remind yourself how much you do know and how much you do have to offer the world. And of course, I want you to remind yourself that you are doing amazing. You're building a business and you're raising humans. And those are two of the most challenging journeys and incredible journeys out there. And I also wanted to share some tangible tips with you on how I'm managing this season beyond just this little mindset adjustment that's actually been quite life-changing. First, I truly have postpartum brain fog. So between the shifting hormones and the lack of sleep, some days my brain, it feels like complete mush. I'm sure if you've been there, you know this feeling so deeply. It's actually comical how my brain is functioning right now. So here's an example. My business partner mentions a task that needs to be done. I chime in and I say, I can do that. And then my baby has a blowout. I spend 30 minutes cleaning her up. I give her a bath. I change her diaper. And that task that I committed to is completely left my brain never to be found. And because of this, I've had to create some systems to help support me pick up where my brain has left my body. So right now, if I commit to doing something, I either do it immediately while it's top of mind, or if that blowout happens, I physically schedule it in my Google Calendar. So I used to write my tasks down on our planners, which I love, but I've noticed that I'm not in my office as much as I used to be, and I'm not looking at my planner. So having it electronically and having it scheduled is working so well because I also get those alerts 30 minutes prior to an event starting. So I know that I need to be working on that. So the next thing that I'm doing is I'm working on my delegation and I'm leaning on my team. This is something I talk about all the time and I'm actually getting to really practice that on a deep level right now. And you know what? This has been really cool. So in my other business, I have seen our VA step up in a way that she was never able to before because I wouldn't let her. It's illuminating to me where I was stepping in and doing things that I shouldn't have done. And I was doing tasks that I really shouldn't have been doing. And now she is owning them and she is rocking them. I never would have known her capabilities had I not had to step back. And it's been so beautiful to actually delegate and see someone really thrive on the other end of that. And next, I've had to say no a lot more. Like I said, my capacity has completely changed. So I've had to look at my windows that I have during the day. I've had to really level my expectations and I've had to say no to things that I just don't have room for right now. And as challenging as this is and was for me, it's honestly more challenging to continually disappoint myself and others when I keep committing to things that I just can't complete right now. And my last tip, and this should come to no surprise to you if you listen to our podcast, is I am celebrating myself. So when I accomplish the tasks that I know I can commit to and I can complete those, you better believe that I'm giving myself a pat on the back. So in entrepreneurship, I've noticed that there are a lot of things that just don't garner any outward recognition, like doing your taxes or building a funnel. So you need to be that person for yourself. I want you to get in the habit of being kind to yourself, of celebrating yourself, of cheering yourself on on this journey of working motherhood. If no one has told you this today, 
you should be so incredibly proud of yourself. You are literally doing some of the most challenging, beautiful inner and outer work that there is between balancing being a mother and building a business. So take a moment right now, and I want you to acknowledge yourself, the work that you're doing and how much you've grown. Maybe you posted that first post on Instagram that you were terrified to post, or you got that first client, or heck, you even did your business taxes. I know how painful that is. (laughs) You are doing amazing. So know that if you are with me in this season, you are not alone. And know that if it feels really challenging, it's because it is really challenging. And I also want you to know that when you connect to your why and your purpose, nothing can hold you back. No matter your pace, you're going to cross that finish line. And I know deep down that I'm going to cross that finish line too. I love hearing Kat's story because I can so easily put myself exactly in her shoes. I remember those newborn weeks and months so well and how, how challenging they were. Like one part of your body is being pulled one way, your mind and heart are being pulled another, and then you also realize what a special time it is. And although my kids are older now, um, I can still relate to a lot of the demands that Kat brought up. I have three children who are just slightly younger than Amy's kids, but our third has Down syndrome, which has its own challenges. And one of the biggest challenges is this time commitment. So simply put, there's no way that our life could give Owen what he needs if my partner and I were both still traveling weekly. I mean, we would, the only way we could do it is if we made major hires, but then we'd be outsourcing our life and outsourcing pretty much our entire child's like healthcare well-being, which that doesn't exactly sit right with me. Um, some small hires, some small delegation, absolutely. But if two people are traveling like how Colin and I were, it just wouldn't have worked out. And the fact that herself and pursuing her purpose popped up while I was pregnant and then early postpartum with Owen, it's pretty incredible. We can have these plans, and I am the type A firstborn high achiever planner out there, so I relate with all of you who do not like switching plans, but my plans switched before my eyes in April of 2020 when we got news that our baby was going to be born with Down syndrome. And at that point, everything unfolded in a way that it was supposed to, even though it was very uncomfortable, a lot of uncertainty for months and months and months. But the plan for our family and me being in entrepreneurship and then taking entrepreneurship from part-time to full-time, that's exactly what the plan was supposed to be all along. The creative outlet that herself started off for me as, it became a full-time paid career. And then adding on pursuing her purpose, that's what helped me leave my corporate job completely and take entrepreneurship seriously, not only as as a job, but then taking myself seriously and the new identity that I had stepping into it. I think that's a really big point is that sometimes we wrap our identity so so deep in the job that we have. Maybe you have been a teacher for a decade or you've been a nurse for as long as you can remember. Maybe you've been in your role, you've been climbing the ladder year after year, month after month, and you realize this is who I am. I am my job. But I'm here to remind you that you are so much more than your career. And the fact that entrepreneurship can 
help you create a personal brand that follows through every aspect of your life as a mother, as um, a person who's creative, as a feminine energy, as somebody who wants to be so much more than just statistics or a resume or words on a piece of paper. It's so cool what entrepreneurship can do. And the reason I'm bringing up the story with Owen is that I have three coaching clients with similar stories. So one has a child with an autism diagnosis. One has a child who had a brain and heart complication at birth. And then one whose child is immunocompromised. So this kiddo has far more sick days home than the average child. And all of these mothers, they are generating an income while also being a main caretaker with the extra needs in their child's life. So I'm not the only one who entrepreneurship is just lighting me up in all the ways and the ability to create an income while also serving my family. Like this is something that I know many people listening can also resonate with. So maybe you do have a kiddo who has a specific diagnosis. Maybe you have kids that are homesick all the time. Like maybe the snow days. I mean, we, we have had so many snow days in Wanakee the last couple of weeks here that um, unless I was an entrepreneur, I we would have been so stressed out. Um, but because my job is more flexible right now because Kat, Amy, and I have prepared ahead of time in order to not be down to the wire with these things. It's just given us more space to not be so stressed out when these things happen. So for those of you who can relate to a diagnosis or extra appointments, um, and maybe for those of you who can't relate, but you just want to hear someone else's story, like just know that appointments are generally during the day. So do I have less work hours? Yes, I do. Does an appointment ding on my calendar and get me out of my flow state? Absolutely. And as somebody who loves getting into flow state and can get pretty darn frustrated when I get knocked out of it, I have had to figure out how can I make this life um, with a child with a diagnosis work more for me within entrepreneurship, because I'm already reaping so many of the benefits, but how can I make it work even better? So some strategies that I have that may work for you is that I either book early in the morning or late in the afternoon. That way I can get a really solid work chunk in um, instead of having to be like, oh, got to go over here and okay, now I'm going to drop them off at daycare and then pick them back up for an afternoon appointment. I also double book appointments. So we'll have appointments one after another. It saves the commute time. It saves the hassle of picking a kid up from daycare, which you know cannot be easy. And it just has seemed to really work well for us. Also a mindset shift. Having a positive attitude during these situations has been such a game changer. So I used to go into this, I think the first few months, with so much excitement. I loved the therapy appointments. I wanted them two or three times a week. In the, and for the first year of his life, we were at the doctor or at a physical therapy appointment or at a speech therapy appointment, at one of his specialty appointments, probably three or four days a week. I loved it. It gave me more time with him. I was learning so much. And then when he turned one, I realized okay, this is our life from now until forever. I have to make it more sustainable. So the mindset shift of not thinking of it as a burden, but thinking of it as an opportunity to be with my child, that made all the difference in the world. I now go into those appointments with not with not the exact same excitement that I had in that first year. I'm not going to not going to sugarcoat it. Um, it's still a lot of work, but I'm also not dreading like having to leave and be like, "Oh, I have this next appointment on my calendar." Instead, it's something that I can look forward to because it does give me a little extra time with our extra special boy. 
In addition, I'm also making sure to get proactive measures in place on these really full days. So that's easy meals that are healthy, a light workload. I very clearly communicate with Amy and Kat about what I can do and what I can't do. And they've been so good about taking work off my plate during those really, really long clinic days. And I think that's important. Like the mental load of having a child with extra needs, it's long. And the issue is, is that there's always constant additions being made. So even when you're finished with the list, more get added on. And Colin and I, I mean, to help with this, we share an iPhone note so that we know exactly what needs to be done, what appointments need to be booked, the follow-ups to be made, and then we can both tackle it together. So we just put little check marks next to the things that we have done, and then we know, okay, Colin has that one finished, I have this one finished. It just helps with that mental load that we know so many mothers have, period, regardless if you have a kiddo with extra needs. Also, the understanding that you don't have to do it all. I have Colin as my partner stepping in. Like we take some appointments virtually from home. Other days when I'm really busy or just not present, I cancel. And removing the guilt around this, it's it's tough because it always feels like you can be doing more to support their future, but it's also important to have a balance. And understand this, like this is the most important piece of all of this, is that you are a mom to your child first. You're not their go-to speech therapist. You're not their physical therapist. You're not their nurse or their chauffeur. You're their mom. And so make sure that you're making space for that role to just love on them without the need to be productive. And the reason I say this is because there are so many extra special needs in this community. Maybe your child needs help with reading or with math. Maybe um, they do have a diagnosis. Maybe they are at home sick more. Like there's, there's so many women who I'm hoping this message resonates with because our kids can have extra needs and we can weigh that on our shoulders so heavy and this pressure comes in and this guilt comes in. And in reality, you're their mom and they love you because you're their mom. And so remember that. Remember that when times get really tough or when things feel really busy. And if you are feeling the heaviness, the burnout of having a kiddo with extra needs, just know that taking entrepreneurship seriously can really support this life that you're in. I don't know what we would be doing. I don't know where we would be if Colin and I were still in our traveling sales roles. We would be resentful of each other. We would be pulling our hair out. I mean, the burnout would be so real. And so I'm just so thankful that we have been given this opportunity, that we said yes to this opportunity, um, that I said yes to myself and took myself seriously, even though my last job was making way more money at the time, had all these benefits, I had built my way up that ladder. Yes, those are all true, but those are things that just look good on paper. And now I'm able to build a life that feels good in my heart and feels good for my family. So this is just your gentle nudge that if you have not been taking yourself seriously and you're feeling the burnout of having an extra jam-packed schedule, maybe because of a kiddo, like this is your opportunity to shine and to believe in yourself enough to give yourself that freedom, to give your family that freedom that you guys both desire and that you deserve. So now let's hear from Amy, who will be talking about an even different side of motherhood and one that I think many of you are going to be looking forward to. 
let's take a break from this episode to bring up our course, Purposeful Podcast. I've been talking about this transition that I made into the entrepreneurial world, and it started with creating a podcast of my own. What I thought was going to be this creative outlet ended up being my full-time career, and it's just so cool to see other students of ours being able to take those same steps. They are creating podcasts to help their business. They're creating podcasts to share their heart. They're creating podcasts to sell the offers that they've already created. What's so great about podcasting is you can use it for so many different things. So if a podcast has been on your heart, we would love to invite you to join Purposeful Podcast. Kat, Amy, and I, we created this course as an A to Z guide to leave no stone unturned so that you can be a podcaster, do so successfully, get the audience, write the scripts, monetize if you want to, and do it within six weeks. So whether you want to start a podcast as a creative outlet or something for your business, head to Pursuing Her Purpose or the link in our show notes and use code PODCAST25 for $25 off. And maybe you're not quite sure if podcasting is right for you, book an enrollment call with Kat or I. We're going to include that in the show notes as well so that you can get your questions answered, figure out your hesitations, and see if podcasting is right for you. Now, let's get back to our show. Okay, and I am so excited to bring this home. We kind of did it in the order of where we are in motherhood. And right now, I do have the oldest, youngest kid. (laughs) So our last little boy is over three and a half now. And my life looks a lot different than it did when I was back in cat season. So one thing for me that I love to tell people about is this idea of seasons. And so whatever season you're in, I'm sure one of us is speaking loudly to you right now. And I do think it is a really good practice to, you know, sometimes reflect back, but also to look forward at what might be to come. And so hopefully I can speak that into you today too. So one thing is that my entrepreneurship has been done in a lot of different ways with a lot of different work schedules. In the very beginning, I was still a nurse. And so I did that three days a week. I had a set schedule. I was off on Tuesdays and I was off on Fridays. So in the beginning, I always had my kids on Tuesdays and Fridays. We saw it as a way to save money at daycare, but also since the boys at that time were taking these super long, awesome naps at the same time, I would have about three hours, two for sure, to work on my business. But what happened was I was always in a constant state of rush. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. Like I felt like I put my kids down for a nap. I immediately would go work out because I wanted to get that in. And then I would start work. And it was just, I was always rushing. And that was really difficult. So when Expecting and Empowered started to do better and grow, Drew and I decided that let's have the kids go to daycare on Tuesdays. And I'll just have work, like entrepreneur work on Tuesdays. Let me tell you, that was an incredible first step to have a whole day to work on your business, especially if you use your time productively. I really was able to move a lot of things forward. I stayed really attached to the Friday at home with the boys and I would I did that for a long time. 
what I found was it got just increasingly difficult for me to enjoy that day as a mom because I really had still wanted to get things done for the business. And so you might find yourself in a season where on paper, the schedule looks really good. You are excited to spend more time with your kids, but the experience is that it can be a little bit stressful and you can even start to feel a little bit resentful, not even of the kids, but just of the demand. I remember I would tell Drew, like I just felt constantly demanded. And so I did shift into a season where finally, it was only this year, you guys. I mean, I'm what, six and a half years into being a mom. And this is the first year where I do work on Fridays as well. And so the kids go, they go for a short day. So I still get to scoop them up early and it really fills my bucket, but I've allowed myself to evolve. And so I wanted to talk about When we talk to our students, sometimes they really have trouble with this idea of how to balance work and motherhood, and they'll feel really bad if they stayed home two days a week with their firstborn, but then by the time their secondborn comes around, they might have that kid go to daycare more. And I was coaching a student on this, and I said, you know, the thing is that baby is not going to know mom actually stayed home with Max more than she stayed home with me. Like it's not something that they're going to know. I think as working parents, we have to say, okay, am I making this decision out of guilt or am I making this decision based on really what is coming up for me and what I actually want to do? And that was a process for me because I have told you guys, I felt such big working mom guilt in the beginning of my motherhood journey. And now I have really come to terms with that I don't have that working mom guilt. I don't carry that heavy, heavy load of it, but it was a journey. And that's what I wanted to say today is like, I've learned so much. I think because I am ahead of a lot of you, The thing that I would say is I have the best relationships with my sons. All three of them were all super close. Our family is super tight-knit. We eat dinner together every night. We really enjoy each other's company. I'm loving the stage that we're in. I'm loving the season that we're in. And I can tell you, you know, my kids go to school, they go to daycare, they still know who their mom is. They love their mom. We have very secure attachments. So they know, you know, mom is going to be there for me when I need her. Um, And that's what I wish I would have known. When I first started working motherhood and I was a nurse and then I was an entrepreneur, I would think, how can I even think about taking any more time away than I already am? And I put all this pressure on myself. Every moment of my day was spoken for. Every moment of my day felt just very like my time, my time crunch was so real. And I know a lot of you are there, but I'm so glad that I'm in a position now that I know that you can have amazing relationships with your children and you can be a working mom. Entrepreneurship does give us a little bit more freedom and that is something that I'm constantly really thankful for. We, Drew and I, have been 
mindful though, that just because I have more flexibility, does it mean that I always have to be the flexible one? Just because he's got a corporate job and he's got PTO and all the things doesn't mean that Amy has to put the family on her back and take all of these sick days and all of these snow days. So that's one thing too, that that was work for me to get here and tell you guys that because in the beginning, I felt like because my job was more flexible, I should be the one to always be flexible. But that was actually a pretty unsustainable way to do things. Okay, so now let's talk about what my life looks like currently. I work Monday through Friday. Um, I do make sure that on Fridays I have space in my day. As so many of you know, just with working and being a mother, there's often things that need to be done, whether that's you know running to Target for something, whether that's I feel like I need space. So I make Friday really pretty flexible. I don't want scheduled meetings on Fridays. Like I just want to make sure that there's space in my life and in my day. Kat often jokes with me because on Fridays is when I have the most ideas. Ideas are flowing out of me because I'm working out. I'm taking care of myself. I'm abundant with time. So that's when my creativity really widens. And I love to remind people that because I think a lot of people are on that time crunch I was talking about earlier. And it's really hard to be creative, to be visionary when you're always in a time crunch. You're on a hamster wheel and the only person that can get you off that hamster wheel is actually yourself. So I wanted to say that I, in this season, I really make sure that I have space between the time I'm done with work and the time I pick up my kids because that helps me transition because I don't have commutes. uh, My office is really close to daycare, which is really close to my home. I make sure that I take my workout time at 4 to 5 p.m. I don't have to go get them until 5 p.m. So think about transitions in your day and when your workout might work best for your mind as well as your body. So I'll always, and sometimes it's just a long walk, just that space. What's that commute going to look like for those of us that don't have one? Because most of our minds really need space between work and home life. So it's really nice. Uh, I've shared this before, but I also, when the boys leave in the morning, because Drew is on drop-off duty, I'm on pickup duty. When they leave, I completely reset. I make my coffee. I have a slow cup of coffee and I just ground myself for the day ahead. So I guess what this, what my part has turned into is, is there a way that you can start to heal your relationship with working motherhood? Because in entrepreneurship, most of the time we have more freedom to do so, but a lot of people don't take advantage of that. And they're living at a very frenetic pace, which is not a good pace to do business at. So I just want to encourage you guys, if you have that go, 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 just try this week to add maybe a 10 minute walk after lunch today. See what comes up for you. Maybe work out on a Friday before you start work. See what comes up for you. Are these things really helpful? And you're, you're like me and you're all of a sudden you can see your business clearer. You've got a lot more ideas. You know, that's when change is good. 
So you guys know we are cheering for you no matter what season of working motherhood and entrepreneurship that you're in. One of the three of us has probably been in a really similar season before with all the hats that we've worn whether that be work, motherhood, or otherwise. So if you guys like this episode, we would be extremely honored if you would share it on Instagram, tagging us at Pursuing Her Purpose. You know, whether you know it or not, you are doing an incredible job of being a working mother, and we are cheering for you every single step of the way. 